Welcome back to the Mental Health Boot Camp Podcast. The Bootcast, once again. Yes, we're back for a second week. That is the sign of a successful podcast. If you can make it through episode one, all the way to episode two, you must be doing something right. But uh, I got to say, I got to start off with saying that a friend of mine listened to the podcast and he said, look, guys, where's your, where's your CTA? And I said, what do you, what's a CTA? What are you talking about? And he said, your call to action. Oh, what call to action? What are you talking about? He said, you know, what's the thing you're trying to get people to do? And I said, uh, live healthier lives, you know? <laughs> Self-care, you know? Self-care, have some more joy. He said, no, no, no. I'm talking about things like visit your website or send you an email or something like that. So that's what he's talking about. So I'll just throw that out here right now in case people are interested. Here's your CTA for the day. You can find us at uh, our, our boot camp is at www.mentalhealthbootcamp.com. That's our our main project. Uh, you can email us at info at mentalhealthbootcamp.com. You can also find us on Instagram or Facebook. We're all over the place. So if you want to get in contact with us, great. And in fact, I would love it if uh, if anyone out there has a question about mental health care and self-care and you know anything regarding the world of psychology really send us an email and we would love to address it on this podcast right guys yeah Yeah. cool all right all that out of the way it's three of us tonight joanna our sister chris's second favorite sister is not joining us tonight so it uh, will probably be our best podcast yet but she may still call in we don't know (laughs) So mean. Oh. So what's going on with you guys? How you been this week? Pretty good. Pretty good. So um, you know, we were just talking before we started the podcast. We bantered a little bit and we were talking about how we're inside instead of outside in the planes. Yeah. Hey, one of my sessions, my client was like, Oh, sorry, that's a plane. I live by a flight path. I was like, really interesting. Where do you live? And so she because she mentioned all these different planes that fly by. And I was like, huh. So it turns out that we live like four blocks away from each other. <laughs> oh, I was like, that's the same flight path that I went. But it was the, the, the sound of the plane that like connected the dots for me. Well, I guess it's a good thing she wasn't like in her car watching you or something. And, yeah, no, no. So we oh. went through the like, if I see you in public, I'm not going to say hi unless you say hi first. And Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll pretend I don't know you. You yeah. pretend you don't know me. Yeah. yeah. Confidentiality stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's always important. Yeah. So Is that's it? an interesting topic. Maybe something we can cover sometime. All the kind of boundaries and roles of therapy and stuff. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But or yes. We'll cover in previous or future episodes, funniest moments. Because I got some good ones. Oh, yeah. The therapy bloopers. Therapy bloopers. You mean where you were blooping or something just happened in the room? It was a little bit of both, I guess. Okay. All right. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about that. Yeah. Yeah. That will be that'll be fun. Otherwise, yeah, busy week. Um, here where we are, there was a nice heat wave. So it's really the start of summer here. It's been like ultra rainy and cold and um mm. yeah. Okay. Nice sunshine. So yeah. a heat wave for you guys is like uh is that like 14 degrees Celsius. I don't know. We don't do the Celsius thing down here. 
That's a really good question. We, we, had, uh, we had a solid uh, 30, I think we reached about 30 degrees yeah. Celsius, actually. 30. Not for us. I'm not sure what that is in Fahrenheit. I'm Googling 86. That's it was so hot <laughs> 86 fahrenheit yes i this is one area where I, I saw a map recently of all the countries that still use uh you know the miles and instead of kilometers instead of the metric system you know people have not yet bought into the metric system and it's the united states and like two other countries <laughs> two other oh, random countries yes <laughs> what's the other country here I think one is was a, is a small African country and another one's a small Asian country. And for some reason, we're just the holdouts. We're just holding on to keeping English rule, you know? You know what? I think we're picky choosy here around those sorts of things. How's that? So like temperature, we, we do it our way, but then in the States, you're pounds, not kilograms, right? Right, yes. Uh, but we use pounds. You do? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I have no idea what yeah. I am in kilograms. No um, clue. No clue. But pounds, yeah. You bet. Um, everything is like feet and inches. If you ask me how many centimeters something is, I, I don't know. My height in centimeters? No clue. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Do you know the your height in centimeters? No, no, no. no. It's feet for sure. Feet yeah. Are you, how about liters versus like cups and teaspoons and all that kind of stuff? You guys, you guys measure measure liquid in meter and uh, milliliters, all that stuff. It would, I think so. Yeah. Like, is gasoline like gasoline, or or maybe is it petrol? Is that uh... fuel? <laughs> no, we is do that uh, in gallons, or is that in liters? We do liters. We do liters, not gallons. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you guys are kind of a little little mutt like there. You kind of have a little of this, little of that, don't you? Yeah, yeah we're not fully committed. Not. Not. We also had a little bit of an uptick in uh, COVID cases. Yes, we did. Uptick for us, anyway. Yes. Uh, we're still doing extremely well yeah. uh, compared to other provinces and states. But our uh, provincial uh, health officer was kind of read the riot act on uh, on Monday. Oh, really? Not liking what she's seeing. So. But it's a very polite riot act. It's very Canadian, of course. Yeah. Very heartfelt. And, Encouraging, encouraging, and inspiring. And, yeah. <laughs> the most, the most polite riot act ever read, right? Mm. Okay, mm. it's more like a fireside chat, not a riot act. I guess. Mm -hmm. That's yes, we don't get many of those down here, huh? Well, I'm sorry to hear that, you guys. You guys were really doing quite well. You must have let too many Americans come across the border and spoil things for you, but. Uh, no, we're, as you know, we're having a miserable time down here. Yeah, you guys are going to hit hard. Yeah, you yeah. are. Incredibly hard. Um, just in, in, uh, in my state, in California, uh, schools are closed. Or I believe the whole state, maybe at least, at least in Southern California, uh -oh. all schools will be closed for the fall. So, yeah. So that's a challenge. That's a little extra challenge to the many parents who, you know, many parents who have to, Aren't a living here. What are they going to do with their kids? You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we're hoping for the best at some point. Mm -hmm. Any good news? Anyone has anything uh, positive to share? 
we're diving our topic? I have something, but you let me know if you have something. Well, why don't you start? We'll think of something. We're going on vacation. Yeah, we're going on vacation tomorrow. So I guess that's a pretty big one. Oh. Seven days off plus the long weekend. We have a long weekend coming up too. Oh. Ten days for me and seven days for Brooke. Still ten days off, but still ten days off, yeah. So uh heading up to where John is right now. Um the cabin. Oh fantastic. That's so wonderful. I wish I could join you. We wish so too. Yeah, soon, we hope. We hope. Um wow, that's great. Seven days in the cabin. Will we will we not have a podcast next week then? Should we let our listeners know? We can call in. Maybe. I think we should call in. It'd be kind of fun. There's, okay. there's a line up there. So great. We'll do that then. That's that's excellent. My little bit of news before we get to our main topic here, but I, I gotta I gotta whisper it because my kids are in the other room and it's a secret. We're gonna get a dog next week. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Oh my gosh! I want to know all the things. Yes. Well, this is a puppy. It's a labradoodle puppy. And it's uh, it it is eight weeks uh, this Saturday, so that that's when they can they can move around. It can be adopted. So uh, anytime next week, we're going to be picking up this beautiful little labradoodle puppy. Wow! Black and white, you know, long hair. They don't shed. Yeah. Really, really a pretty dog. I'm really looking forward to it. I didn't know you were looking for a dog. Yes, actually, we've been looking for a dog for a long time, um, and we uh, and it's been tough. Um, as soon as as soon as there was lockdown here, like instantly, all of the humane societies, all the all the places that had pets were just emptied. Everyone got their pets immediately. We tried that uh, early on, but we had no luck, and uh, just heard of, of some some. Dog having a litter, and uh, we put our throw our name in the ring, and we we getting a little puppy coming here pretty soon. That's awesome. So it'll be interesting because I actually haven't had a dog since I was I had dogs all the way up until I graduated high school, but I haven't had one since then. So, mm-hmm. and I've had a puppy in forever. So this is going to be an interesting little little change of pace for me. Oh, they're exciting. Good luck. Good luck. That's right. Potty training, destroyed clothing and furniture, <laughs> difficulty sleeping. This will be fun. <laughs> no, but I know they bring a lot of joy too, so that'll be fun. Oh, they, they do. do. They Gigantic do. amount of joy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. So we haven't named it yet, and the boys don't know. It's a surprise for them, so don't tell anybody, all right? Yeah, we won't tell them. Can't wait to hear about this next week. Meeting for sure next week. <laughs> oh, boy. Yes, they'll be yipping and barking and growling in the background, probably. Oh, I can't wait. Jump right through the screen. Yeah. I'll lose my marbles. <laughs> okay, so tonight we are ready for the ambush. Ambush. The topic of the night, and Brooke has the topic. And I'm sending it now. So Text good. it to me. I have not seen it, I promise. No lying here. She said it's very different from what we did last last time, so I'm very, very curious. And I can give background if you guys want the background to that. I would love background to this. I would love it. Um, okay, here it is. Ready for the ambush. I have no idea. What is it going to say? I'm opening up my, my text messages and I'm reading. What would you consider to be the difference between the differences between forgiveness 
and acceptance. More specifically, when it comes to the self and one's past. The differences between forgiveness and acceptance when it comes to the self and one's past. So can I, as you were talking about, am I able to forgive myself? Ambushed. I know, I'm ambushed here, totally. All right, walk me through this one, Brooke. I'm not, I'm not quite clear on it yet. Yeah, yeah, and how it came up. How it came up might actually explain this a little better. So this was based on a, on a session that I had, not this past week, the week before. And the client was bringing up, she was having difficulty. She's part of actively part of a church group. And part of what the church group is going through right now is the concept of forgiving the self for things you've done in the past. And she was um, really struggling with forgiveness of the self. And so we kind of flushed it out a bit and said, maybe it would be better if we shifted it to acceptance of her, her past and what has happened in the past versus forgiveness of the self. Did you guys want my spin on this or what we kind of got to, or do you want me to save that for the end? Well, let me just, let me just, I'll, I'll just think out loud here for a second, right? Cause the way that I think of these two terms or concepts being used, and you can, you can clarify for me if I'm, if I'm off base. When I think of forgiveness, I think of a process of, um, of, a, of, you know, of expressing your feelings, of, of kind of working through the emotional piece to that, of, um, of kind of rebuilding some safety and, and kind of understanding what happened and then eventually letting go, right? So if there's something that you did in the past, you would have to feel that, you know, feel the grief or the anger or whatever you feel. You'd have to kind of assure yourself somehow this isn't going to happen again and, and understand really why did this happen in the first place and then eventually say, I'm letting it go. I'm not going to beat myself up for that anymore. That's forgiveness in my mind. And acceptance is more of saying, you know what? I, I just, I, I acknowledge and I, uh, I accept the fact that this happened or this is something that happened but there's not really a process to it. I, I'm not, as far as I'm concerned, but you tell me, Brooke. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a discussion. Okay. Right. No, I'm, I'm kind of thinking the same thing as Ryan there. I think forgiveness often entails a bit more of a process of a bit of a, more of an emotional journey of, of um, sorting, as you mentioned so eloquently, <laughs> uh, sorting through some of those feelings and sensations that go along with that experience, right? I think a lot of hey, people get hung up sometimes on forgiveness because, um, you know, especially when it's the actions of someone else because the because um, what happened to them was not okay. So they often say, "Well, I can't forgive that person because mm-hmm. what they did was awful to me." Right? And so they often get caught up on that. But I, I like the way that you described it there because often it's it's more of the process of you letting that go, right? Yeah. You monopolize your your mind and body you want to kind of sort it out once and for all and kind of put it behind you. Right. Um, well, there's yes. I mean, to maybe go a little into the weeds here, there's, there's a lot of, there are a lot of myths about forgiveness. There are a lot of ideas about or misunderstandings about forgiveness. Um, and a lot of people believe that forgiveness means you're just uh, letting the person off the hook and just saying, Oh, okay, no problem. It's everything's fine. Um, or they believe that forgiveness is, is really about um, 
like forgetting, like it, it never happens, you know, let, let yeah. go and you know, letting go of it completely and just kind of forgetting you have no, no memory. Forgive and forget, right? Um, but my belief about forgiveness, and this is something that as they, as people have started to study forgiveness more and more in, in uh, psychological research, forgiveness is a personal process um, where you are allowing yourself to let go of these grudges and it really serves you the most um, because you're saying, I'm not going to burden myself with feeling all these negative feelings any longer. Cause really when you're holding a grudge, it only hurts you. It doesn't really hurt the other person all that much. Yeah. It's like the old saying, it's like ingesting poison, hoping another person will die. Right? Yes. Ingesting po- yes, exactly. Or, or another saying that I'm, I'm very fond of is um, forgiveness is setting a prisoner free and, recognizing that the prisoner was you. Yeah. You know, you are the one who was actually more burdened by having that grudge than the person who, uh, who harmed you. And I, and I distinguish between forgiveness and reconciliation. Reconciliation is this interpersonal process that involves forgiveness yeah. and an apology and, you know, some sort of resetting of the boundaries, but forgiveness itself, you can forgive someone who's died. You can forgive someone you never see again. Forgiveness yeah. is, is really a, a moving beyond and a letting go of, uh, of these grudges that really only hurt you. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Therapeutically, I often refer to forgiveness as the F word because <laughs> when you bring it up, clients often get upset, upset at you um, that you're even suggesting that, right? <laughs> but, but I'm curious though, because acceptance is, okay, well, it happened. You know, it is like, I think a radical acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that thought is within my mind is there, or this is happening right now. You, it is as it is. Right. But I'm, I'm curious to know whether Brooke's client is having a hard time letting herself off the hook for those decisions that, um, is it a she that, yeah. that she made in the past perhaps. Now, now here's another one. And I know this is kind of, kind of sound like we're just talking about semantic problems. Like this is a English literature sort of a class, right? Like what is forgiveness versus reconciliation? I also have one with acceptance, which is, I believe there's a distinction between acceptance and embracing. Now, I think acceptance has to do with not, like no longer being in denial of something, right? Like, let's say that you, uh, I don't know, someone, someone cheated on you or something, and you are in denial of that. I just won't accept that. I won't accept that that happened. I'm not going to accept it. That's, that's kind of saying, like, I'm going to deny that as much as I can. If I choose to accept it, I'm saying, okay, yes, indeed, that did happen. That was something that did happen. Embracing, I feel, is, is kind of another level of that in saying, I, I both accept it and I approve of it. Like, I'm good with that. Like, that's mm-hmm. good with yeah. me that you did that. So, mm-hmm. And so I think that, I think we can say, like, for something, that, let's say I had, had something that where I, I had a transgression in the past, I hurt someone or I lied or whatever I did. I think you could accept that. Yes, I really did do that without embracing it and saying, yeah, that was the right thing to do or I'm proud of that or that was a great thing for me to do. Yeah, so, so technically uh, acceptance could be a step towards forgiveness, couldn't it? Absolutely, yes. It yes. Because you could just deny it, as you mentioned, and it can continue to cause havoc um, in lots of different ways. So it's a pretty powerful step, there's no doubt. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I think it, yes, acceptance is really a, a necessary step towards forgiveness, yeah. or else mm-hmm. what are you what are you forgiving, right? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I was so curious to hear what Dr. Brooke uh, thinks how about that, this. How that all went? Yeah, I'm just curious to see what you yeah, so how I, unfolded. Yeah. I see forgiveness more as uh, Ryan's definition, or acceptance as Ryan's definition of forgiveness. Okay. Truly, like, kind of mixing in that, like, truly embracing, taking ownership, especially when it comes to the self, not to the other, like, uh, I've done something wrong to someone else, but um, I've done things in my life where I might feel embarrassed or shameful or guilty towards myself. There were maybe moments, like, that you're, for yourself, holding on to that are really challenging to let move through or let go that's causing pain and anguish and, and whatnot. You get stuck in it. And so like for this client where the part that like hit home was that when she thought about forgiving herself, it was implying that she herself was a bad person. Mm. To give herself meant she had to, she was bad. Oh, so it meant that there was a transgression there, something that was wrong that needed to be forgiven, right? Yeah, she's a bad person and she needs to be forgiven versus I have these things that I've done in my life that are causing shame or guilt or embarrassment or regret and moving through that by looking at those moments and saying, I'm going to take ownership of those and understand that in that moment, I made the best choice that I could given the circumstances and fully accept that that is part of my life story and my journey that's part of my narrative of life and being able to move forward, accepting that embracing that it becoming part of, even though it's uncomfortable, but accepting and embracing that as part of her life story. Because the act of forgiving means you have done something wrong. Yeah, sure. And so for her to forgive herself was like, I'm a bad person because I've done all these wrong things. Sure. Okay. I get that. I get that. So if you're saying like, if you were to say to someone, well, you need to forgive yourself because you have blue eyes, then that implies that there's something wrong with blue eyes, right? Exactly. There's an inherent judgment, negative judgment towards Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And so you need to forgive yourself in general. She's saying, I don't know if I can like, that doesn't sit with me. But when we talk about acceptance, acceptance of all the parts that you don't like Mm -hmm. of owning that taking responsibility and really embracing then that more relief yeah so So, you might not like it but that doesn't mean that it's a transgression that doesn't mean that there was a, a some crime committed there right unless there was a crime that i don't know about but i don't think there was a crime okay yeah so it's just like I was, you know, you're not going to have to, you're not going to say I, I need to forgive myself for being poor as a child. That was, you know, it's not, maybe there was a crime there, but that wasn't my crime. It wasn't something I need to apologize for because I didn't do anything wrong. Um, but I can accept myself as that, you know, maybe I felt bad about myself then or felt shame about it. And I, I can accept that that's, that's who I was and that's where how I felt at the time, right? Yeah, I guess um, it, it does. 
I guess it captures the complexity of these situations too. Mm-hmm. So it's it involved, right? Mm-hmm. So right versus self compassion. I can see how your definition of acceptance and um, would make a lot of sense there in that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Versus going the forgiveness route, right? Because that negative connotation that um, yes, give herself for something negative that that she had in fact done, right? Or or not even done like i don't think that they even made a list of things it was like in general so like you need to forgive yourself so she was just having this real conundrum of like because the generality is it it's just so general you need to learn to forgive yourself and she's like i don't like it it was just a very hard concept there right yeah is accepting yourself yeah yes and the decisions you've made and, and whatever that might look like, right? Yeah, all the feelings that come with it, all the experiences, good and bad. Now, you said there was there was a religious component to this, is that right? Yeah, yeah. And is that, because just to, you know, go with the, um, you know, the diversity issue here of, of religious as a, as a diverse multicultural component, right? I mean, a lot of times, a lot of religions will say that forgiveness is about, um, you know, the, the the selfishness that we had when before we knew God or a higher power, right? And we need to forgive ourselves for being so, uh, you know, self-focused and not uh, you know, kind of bowing down to the to, to the the authority figure, the the, the Lord, you know, the. Uh, uh, the higher power. It, it, I wonder if that's that may be a part of that too. Like you know, a lot of people will talk about like the song "Amazing Grace." You know, saved a wretch like me. Like I was horrible until I became closer to God. And I wonder if there's some sort of a uh, kind of inherent sort of guilt components that comes along with someone who is uh, in a belief structure that says that uh, unless you're with God, then you should you really need to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And then I get some kind of deeper theological issues, but that's yeah. And yeah. whether you're actively in that belief structure or if you've grown up in that belief structure, mm-hmm. it's still going to have an impact on you, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a whole other topic right there, right? Is um, you know, yeah, those who all of the um, how the belief structures can impact your perception and your interpretation of situations, but. Yeah, Ryan mentioned, you know, Christianity and the idea of original sin, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Before you're born, it's um, the idea that you be cleansed by um, um, through a through a process. Um, through a process through a baptism process, sure. Process. And any other religions have similar processes and beliefs that are similar to that, and. So that's that's interesting. I guess we could we could save that for a, a theological discussion someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fun, yeah. That would be. But to get back to the original question, the question was about whether or not forgiveness and acceptance, uh, would you consider differences between forgiveness and acceptance when it comes to the self and the past, right? And I guess since you clarified here, and I really like this point that I don't think many people make, it's when you're forgiving, there is this sort of implied idea that um, there was something wrong. <laughs> you know, there's something wrong with you. And if that's 
if you don't really deeply believe that there was something wrong with, with self-forgiveness, you know, if I didn't really do anything wrong, then forgiveness is the wrong term. It's the wrong idea. It really is acceptance that needs to be done, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you think when it comes to shame, do you think one is more helpful than the other? Acceptance or forgiveness? When it comes to shame, which will be a whole other podcast someday, I'm sure. <laughs> we talk about that. Of ideas for future podcasts here, yeah? <laughs> this one's a little heavier than the first one, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we're getting deep here. Joanna doesn't know what she's missing. My goodness. Um, now, when it comes to shame, I think it is all about acceptance and not really about forgiveness at all because... I agree. Because shame is this deep belief that I am fundamentally flawed and and forgiveness is not doesn't have a, a say here because that forgiveness in this case would be agreeing I did have a fund I do have a fundamental flaw and I need to forgive it. Right. And and so shame really needs acceptance to say no I'm I'm okay. I'm all right. Let me bring this into the light and show that I'm actually okay. So do you feel that there's any emotion where forgiveness is more applicable than acceptance? So in our, in our work in therapy, we're dealing with more the emotional impact of things. Mm -hmm. so feel that there would be an emotional situation where forgiveness would be more appropriate than acceptance. Cause I, I tend to lean on acceptance and radical acceptance over forgiveness or compassion. Compassion towards the self or acceptance towards the self versus forgiveness. And I'm curious on that for you. I think that gets into a kind of a, yeah, an interesting territory because honestly we all make mistakes and we all have yeah. some many examples of things that we've done in the past where maybe we even knew better. I mean, I could <laughs> reference my teens and twenties for this one. There were a lot of things I did where I knew what the right thing to do was and I did the wrong thing and I paid the consequences. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> it is. It is. But, but it, yeah. And, and for those, when I'm kicking myself about, oh, why did I do that? And, oh, I missed out on this opportunity because of that. Or, oh, I made such a fool of myself, you know? I do think that forgiveness has got to be a part of that. I do think I need to be able to, to step back and say, okay, let me feel what I feel about that. Let me reset, you know, understand my why I did it and let me make sure I'm safe about it and let me let go of it. But... I guess as far as the overall episode goes, I do need to accept it. I can't deny it. I need to accept that that did really happen and I'm really capable of that. Yeah, right. I often think too, it's a lot of it comes down to the perception of the, the client, the individual, right? Yes. Because forgiveness can mean different things for different people as we've even highlighted today. Uh, during for the three of us, my goodness. Yeah, so I think forgiveness carries a lot of weight. And uh, yeah, people carry this emotional burden with them. And I think for them to actually forgive themselves is, can be a powerful process mm -hmm. based on their idea of what forgiveness means, right? Mm -hmm. So do you use forgiveness more than acceptance? I, I often let the clients guide that, but um, forgiveness I think comes up more than self-acceptance. Um, I was trying to think of uh, some previous situations there. But. 
-hmm. You know, it's interesting, Brooke, as you say that, because I actually feel like uh, acceptance is probably a bigger part of of the therapy that I do with people, Mm -hmm. but it's not as explicit. Like, it's just people coming coming to terms with the fact that, oh, wow, okay, yeah, I really am an introvert, and that's why I'm really liking the pandemic right now, and that's okay, you know? We're not going through a process of acceptance. It's just as they talk about it more and as they reflect things more back to them, and they come to these little bits of acceptance. Yeah, and Whereas, also just like awareness as well, right? Just mm-hmm. Yeah, awareness and acceptance, yeah. yeah. So those terms in the context of, of therapy, those terms come up quite frequently. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'd say that's kind of one of the overarching goals of therapy, as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, self-acceptance. Like, let's let's be aware of who you are and let's accept who you are. Absolutely. Forgiveness yeah. seems like more of a... Of a oh, of a, go ahead. I just say, forgiveness seems like it's more of a, a, of a specific event. Like, we kind of go through that. I mean, it's something I do over and over again, but it seems like there's always a target for forgiveness, you know? Because, I, yeah, I feel that, ex- like... In order to achieve the letting go, which you mentioned is a big item that characterizes forgiveness is the letting go. I feel in order to reach that, that you need to accept the emotional process as it as you move through it, right? So if you're in that moment feeling emotionally triggered and overwhelmed and flooded with whatever it might be, the shame, the guilt, the embarrassment, the sadness, the hurt, the grief, whatever that is, self-hatred, who knows, self-disgust, there need, there's an acceptance of those emotions physiologically and like more cognitively, emotionally, where you have to kind of sink in and accept that feeling. Because without that, you're going to interrupt that whole emotional process you're going to distract yourself you're going to get out of it you're going to do something to break out because it's so uncomfortable so i think in order to achieve the process that you're saying of letting go you have to accept moment by moment the experience that you're having without judgment without saying like i'm feeling self-disgust and that means i'm a horrible person no that does not mean you're a horrible person that just means right now that's the sensation you're having. Mm-hmm. This is good. Yeah. Thoughts? I I'm with you on this. The 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 sensation, the feeling that you're having, accepting that. Yeah, I guess I guess what you're talking about is is it's a tandem process. They they both kind of go hand in hand. Forgiveness, maybe we could say this. Forgiveness requires acceptance. Acceptance doesn't require forgiveness. Yes. I would agree. Yeah, I agree too. Yeah. Oh, this is very smart stuff. Wow, what a, what a leap there. What an ambush. My goodness. I know. We're going to talk about uh, self-care or, you know. <laughs> this was... Hygiene? Yeah, sleep hygiene or mindfulness. Or... <laughs> oh, this was deep, Brooke. I really appreciate this. This is a great ambush. I like it a lot. Um, okay, have we said it all? Should we move on to the zeitgeist? Yep, moving on to the zeitgeist. The zeitgeist, and for the millions of listeners out there, the zeitgeist is our moment where we find a, an idea, a thought, a saying, a 
quote that kind of captures where we are right now and kind of process that. So what's our zeitgeist? All right, so I'm up tonight. So I have a quote from Simi Froman. In a world of algor algorithms, hashtags, and followers, know the true importance of human connection. So I feel that during this time of, of COVID, we've all been forced to slow down a bit. I know, depending on where you live, we're kind of re-engaging. But I think it's, uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of folks, it's highlighted the importance of face-to-face -face communication and really fostering those connections with the people that matter. I completely agree. I also can say that I've, I can feel the pull of the hashtags and whatnot. I, I've, I've been on Twitter for several years. Ryan House PhD, at Ryan House PhD, by the way. Um, <laughs> I've been on Twitter for several, several years. And I spent more time in the last few months scrolling through that um, than ever before because I'm trying to get the news also because I'm trying to get the, the zeitgeist, feel what people are going through, what's going on with, with uh, the folks I follow. Um, but, and people talk about, about online communities, but honestly, folks, it's not community. <laughs> it's, it's where, I mean, yes, it's people sharing their ideas and their thoughts. And to some level, to some degree, yes, there's some community there, but uh, man, it's nothing compared to talking with a group of people, um, sharing your lives with, with folks that who know you and love you. And, uh, and yeah, I, I appreciate that quote because it kind of pulls it back to what's, what are, what's really meaningful in this world, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. I think it's all a form of connection, but the, uh, you know, the face-to-face -face or the human connection, they're having these authentic conversations is so powerful. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of research to back that, of course. So I think um, so important to always remember that because that pull to social media and the online piece is uh, very strong these days, right? It is. It really is. It is. Thank you for that, Chris. I like the zeitgeist. Good job. Thank you. It's off on a good note to connect and to accept, right, Brooke? Yes. I'll be connecting hopefully with a puppy this week. We'll see. <laughs> you guys will be connecting with nature. Very nice. Uh, it'll be good. Yes, it will be good. All right. So before we sign off, I've got to do my call to action here. Remember to visit us at mentalhealthbootcamp.com. Send us your questions if you have any to info at mentalhealthbootcamp.com. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook under the same name. And, uh, and if you are enjoying this, please do us a favor and, and you know, subscribe to the, to the podcast. You can subscribe through uh, Apple Podcasts, have it right on your phone. I'm trying to be there every week or so and uh, try to brighten your world with some deep discussions about forgiveness and acceptance and whatnot, right? So thank you everyone for listening. We'll say goodnight. Bye everybody. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Bye mom. And now <laughs> I'll start playing guitar and we'll fade away. Goodbye. Bye.